Well, we've finally been given some idea of what our long-term, some idea of what our long-term future looks like uh, when we'll move out of this alert level system. In its place will be a traffic light system. That is once we get to 90% fully vaccinated. The catch is all DHBs have to get to 90%. Well, Tai Rafati is currently the worst performing DHB with only 61% fully vaccinated. Northland, Lakes and Taranaki are all only 1% ahead. And to put it in context, Auckland's at 81%. Associate Minister of Health Penny Henare joins us now. Morning to you. Good morning. Let's talk Atairafiti first of all. What's going on there with the the low rates? Why is the message not getting through to them? Yeah, that's a really good question. And what we've seen as I've visited there a number of times over the past nine months since the vaccination program started is uh, slow uptake, lots of misinformation uh, and a lack of unity, if you like, across the primary health services, including Māori health providers, in that region. Um, I'm happy to say it's getting better, um, but it's sad that we find ourselves this late in the year and um, our numbers aren't as uh, where they should be. It's concerning that you mention a lack of unity amongst Māori health providers because millions have already been given to Māori for the vaccination programme. Is anyone keeping account of what that money is actually being spent on and why it's costing so much money? Yes, well look, um, to be fair, the uh, coordination between the only two Māori health providers in that region is actually quite strong. Uh, what I meant was if we look across the DHB, the Māori health providers and the primary health care sector, uh, there hasn't been that strong coordination there. Um, and I'm confident that the money that has been allocated to Māori health providers is being utilised well. Um, we keep very close tabs on it. Um, well, that's course, good to know because um, Tairawhiri, uh, for example, was one of the places trying to fundraise for a vaccination van. So you're confident enough money is flowing into these communities because a lot of these worst-performing DHBs do have large Māori populations. Yes, that's exactly right. And I know that even before that fundraising page had started, there were already three mobile vans running through that region. Uh, and as of tomorrow, what's today, Tuesday, tomorrow, Wednesday... Uh, there will be another two more added to that roster. And, you know, that's pretty significant coverage as far as I'm concerned. So you've got the coverage, you've got the vans, you've got the incentives, you've got the money, we've had the Vaxathon. Uh, you know, Māori were able to jump the line from the very get-go. What is it going to take to convince Māori to get jabbed? In the first instance, one-on-one conversations. Every health provider across the country is saying we are now in that space where it's a one-on-one conversation with trusted sources, with medical experts, etc. And a number of places I've already seen them doing this and doing it very successfully. After that, though, and I think it, it became quite clear on Friday for many of the people I've spoken to since then, in places like Taitokero and Tairawhiti, that, well, now they've got to make a choice. And there's at least some vision moving forward. And it's spurred enough of them to come, for, well, not enough of them at the moment, but a number of people to start saying, well, team, if you want a Christmas and you want the whānau for summer, then we're going to have to get vaccinated. Good. Hopefully it has a domino effect. Just briefly, um, Pine, will the government seriously hold back the rest of the country from moving out of the level system if a couple of DHBs fall short? I mean, that's just not fair, is it? Yeah, that's exactly right. It does, you know, I mean, on the face of it, it does sound unfair, which is why the Prime Minister has put in that review date. And um, despite the review date being there, uh, at the end of November, I can tell you that every week those conversations are had. So, you know, I mean, I, I guess we'll have to wait for the review date. But, you know, all I can say is we're pushing our highest for getting the highest 
vaccination rates as possible. And hopefully that means Māori communities too. Good. Keep pushing. Thanks so much, Pene, for being with us. Uh, Pene Hinare, Associate Minister of Health, because I just don't think we're going to get to 90% before uh, December, are we? Kate, at level two, I can go to the gym and hairdresser now without being vaxxed. If my area gets to 90% vaxxed, I can't go if I'm not vaxxed. Hardly an incentive. If we do nothing and don't get to 90, we can still carry on as we are today. This doesn't seem particularly well thought out. Kate, this is embarrassing for Ardern. She's becoming known worldwide as the first leader to create a two-tier society when she did promise to govern for all New Zealanders. Thank you for your feedback.